Let's start off with Al Ahli coach, our very own Pizzo Misamani. Now he's officially Africa's highest paid coach, it seems like. Well, 2.5 million a month. <laughs> and this, you and I should have thought about this, <laughs> shouldn't we? Because it's, it's quite some dough to make for coaching a soccer team, except that soccer team is Al-Akhli. It's, it's a national asset. You need to go to Egypt to understand how big Al-Akhli is. It's not, it's not one of those clubs. And the rivalries in Egypt between Al-Akhli and Zamalek, it's not like Orlando Pirates and Chiefs here where people can have drinks together after a derby. It, it, is, it is a national split when those two play. And Pizzo is an icon. You should have seen him when he arrives, not only in Egypt, Elvis, but when he arrives anywhere in the Middle East, in, in Dubai. He is, he is a demigod out there. He is respected that much. But also, how long he is likely to be at the club will probably beat the record of the previous coach. Very impatient, the Al-Akhli supporters. You don't lose and get away with it. So, But the 2.5 means he earns more than the coach of Zamalek, who I think is a Portuguese guy. So it's very encouraging that an African earns more than a European coaching an African team. Isn't that what we've been complaining about? We've been always crying about that. But now in Nigeria, the country's airlines formed alliances to improve services to passengers. It looks like a smart move because airlines are expected to make losses generally worldwide because although COVID restrictions have been lifted in most areas and airline travel is being resumed, if you've tried to book a flight, Elvis, even in South Africa, you will know that it's not the easiest things to do, one of the easiest things to do. It, it, airlines are expected to make losses and there are restrictions. Current companies are not as vibrant as they used to be. So the alliance, including Arab and peace. These are Nigerian airlines. So I'm really excited that Nigerian airlines are deciding to collaborate, at least to fly within Nigeria or West ECOWAS countries, because that's what we should have been doing, isn't it? You, instead, of, instead of trying to outdo one another and double, duplicating costs, these airlines are way too small to compete, the likes of Emirates and all that. So, But at least they are better off collaborating with one another. They'll be able to share expertise, the training of staff, and safety protocols, and, and at least they can survive. Nigeria is large enough to support that airline, so if they can pull it off, it will be a good lesson for other African countries, but also maybe for African airlines to work together. And finally, MultiChoice drops a hundred, no, 65 billion rand tax lawsuit. Yes, because Nigeria is doing what they did to MTN. They were claiming these guys owe them, what, 65 billion rand in unpaid VAT. That, that's a serious allegation to say a company like MultiChoice hasn't paid VAT to the government of Nigeria, you know. And they, they, were, they were at each other's throats. MultiChoice had gone to court. The forensic unit of Nigeria was holding, was freezing accounts. So it was an untenable situation again. More than 200 million people or so in Nigeria, not all of them are subscribers of, of multi-choice, but it's still a sizable market. So the amount of money the government of Nigeria was wanting in fines is more than, I think, six times the total revenue of multi-choice Nigeria. And although it's a huge market, it wouldn't have been worth it. So by this amicable solution, or at least agreeing that let's conduct a decent investigation, it will give the investors and the owners of the company a lot more assurance that since 
will be more above board. It's, top, it's, it's almost extortion to just allege you didn't pay VAT since you started operating and you want 65 billion whatever rand in fines because it would have effectively made the company non-operational or, or not viable to, to continue operating. So let's hope it will not be that. It will still be negotiated, the fine, eventually, but at least it won't be killing the company, which effectively the 65 billion rand would have done.